0: Hello, hello, hello. This is Self-Discovery with Survivor Empower Life Coach Financial. I am your O I'm a certified life coach and accountant. I'm certified in the state of Connecticut to assist individual in an active domestic violence situation and a sexual abuse situation. I'm also a survivor of domestic violence. Self-Discovery is here to assist survivors in rediscovering themselves through my podcast with relevant topic where we discuss how, why, and solution. So before we get started, get your notebook, your journal, paper, pencil, so you can write down whatever resonates with you. Tonight, I got a special guest. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <sighs> Let me breathe. This gentleman, wonderful person, met him, beautiful person. Um, we're gonna give him the initial, LK. Um, how should I phrase this? A, I'm going to put either reform, he used to be an abuser, and that's a very harsh term, but guess what, he changed, and he's going to tell his story and his experience, so we're we going to give him that opportunity, yay, LK, tell us everything.
1: Where do you want me to start?
0: Start, how did you ever thought you were in an abusive relationship where you were an abuser? Did it ever cross your
1: mind that you were abusive to your wife? So uh, I think we can start. So I've been married just under 10 years. Yes. And for the first, I would say for the first almost like three to four years, um, it, it, I, that thought never came uh, at all. And I think a lot of it was that my wife came from, um a similar family, right? I mean, it the dynamic was pretty much the same. There was a lot of control. Um, so when she left that and came to me, that was safe for her. Um, so for the first three to four years, even the stuff that, you know, happened after that, that she, it, she almost needed that control. She needed someone to kind of take over. I mean, it got, you know, more extreme sometimes. Um, but after three to four years, my wife, uh, she started to change and she started to grow personal development um and from there um didn't want or need the control as much so then that's when i started to kind of see um a lot of the stuff i was doing was abusive and and when we talk about abusive i mean you can put it in a couple categories right we talk about physically abusive um emotionally uh you know mentally it could be in that uh and and sexual
0: financial
1: uh, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, so the thing for me is, um, and I, I can tell you here now, I never physically abused my wife. That was kind of the, the line for me, um, which doesn't, uh, I guess the thing for me is, you know, growing up, I grew up in an emotional, you know, mental uh, abusive scenario with my family. Um, so I thought that uh, physical abuse was the line, like it's, you're not abusing unless it's physical, right? True. Uh, so yeah, so th- it, it was more of that. So um I think until she started to grow, when your partner grows, it's hard for you not to grow. Um mm-hmm. and and as she continued to grow, uh some of that uh, growth started to push onto me and I started to self-reflect a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um and at that point I I did uh basically I I knew that it was not right. I knew there was emotional and, and mental abuse. And I wish I could say it that day, I just stopped it, but it didn't, uh, it went on for another four or five years.
0: Okay. So what did it take for you and how did she push back? What, give me some of the things you
1: did to push back as she pushed back. Um, uh, yeah, I think a, a couple of things and we talk about, um, pushing back. I mean, it was more push of growth or, you know, push forward. If you really think about it, um, I think a lot of the stuff was her being open and really telling me, uh, in times that I didn't see it. Right. So there were times where I was doing things that were emotionally abusive and, and I just didn't see it that way. So, um, the, the one thing about my wife is, um, she is a lot less reactive than she used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so back in the early days, you know, something would happen. She would get reactive. I would get reactive. And then we both are just at these high reactive uh, levels and nothing really ever got done there. But she started to slow down um, mm-hmm. and started to have, um, to un- you know, being more understanding and having conversations a little later when I had more or less came back down. Mm-hmm. And during those moments, um, I I started to see that there definitely was some abuse going on. I mean. You know, it, you, we talk about name, you know, name calling, insults. Uh, I mean, you want to talk about financial abuse? I had full financial control. My wife didn't have a car. My mm-hmm. wife didn't even have a debit card. Anytime she wanted something, I had to go there with her and pay for it. Um, I mean, it, it it was to the extreme. Um, and actually, it's funny you say that. Finance was one of the the easiest for me to give up over time. Uh, oh, it was wow. actually the it was the first thing I gave up. Um, so, you know, over time, um, I started to give my wife money, you know, here's, you know, here's spend this in a month and here's cash. Right. Uh, and then started to, to build up that trust. A lot of the control was a lot of, it it was not my wife. It was more me. It was on the inside of me. Mm -hmm. Um, one thing about me. So when I was growing up, my, my father Uh, he was, he was into drugs a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I was a young child, he, he stole money from me. And since then I had very control, you know, there was a lot of control around money and I just didn't trust other people with money. Um, Mm -hmm. So it was something I had to work on personally, but you, you, you have to, you have to acknowledge something was wrong Mm -hmm. and it took me years, but I acknowledge this isn't right. I mean, it was a parent child relationship. okay. You were the parent and she was the child. Yep. I think, and again, I've heard from a lot of other abused people. And and I think that's a really, that's a dynamic that is runs through the, through the, you know, the community of people that are involved in abuse. There's almost a parent child dynamic, Mm -hmm. um, especially when it comes to control finances, you know, um, who your friends are, who your social circle is, Mm -hmm. um, that parent child relationship. And it was for me. And I I basically said it was okay, because I was protecting, I said the family, but if you really think about it, I was protecting myself. Yes. In the end, I was protecting myself the whole time. And so you got to make that first step. And somehow, and you have to figure out like finances was first for me. And the second thing was, um, you know, getting my wife her own car. I mean that was that was that was big for me, and it's it sounds so silly, you know, when you think about it. But no, but it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I guess now that I look back, I'm just thinking like like my wife can have her own car, but but I just felt like if I had more control in every scenario, I would be able to predict a better outcome from myself. Yeah, and, and my decisions were all with me and and, and me first. Um, and, and I think because of that, we, um, you know, as she continued to grow, she didn't want that parent child relationship. She wanted to be a spouse relationship, which is a a healthier relationship. Yes. So the biggest problem, and I can tell you one thing, I think if people would just walk away with one thing, and when I say people, it's probably the people that um, are more in my case that they were the abusers. Um, it's you, you can both be right. Mm -hmm. And when I heard that it just didn't make sense to me because in an argument, I like to win. Someone has to win. Mm -hmm. Well, you both can win. Um, you know, you may have one idea and they have another idea, but that's okay. And once I really started to figure out that, just because I'm right doesn't mean she's always wrong. Mm-hmm. It, it it got so scary. And this, like I said, this self-reflection of myself, mm-hmm. it took many, many years to unravel all the, the stuff, to really understand it and to be able to work with it. Um, but but once all that stuff started to unravel, mm-hmm. um, then I, I started to realize stuff like that. Like, you know, um, one you know, one thing for me Mm -hmm. was apologies. Okay. Is apologies. And, and if, if people that are being abused, Mm -hmm. you really want to look at the apologies. Okay. I, I think there's, there's a lot to tell if change is happening or change is not happening, wants to happen, not wants to happening in the apology. So when I apologized, well, first off, if I apologized would be the first thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the only time I'd apologize at first was if my wife would apologize first. Oh. So she, you know, I, I felt like, okay, I'm wronged, You feel wronged, And because you feel wronged, I'm wronged. So if you say what you did, I'll say what I did. That's fine. Did you mean it? Did I mean it? Um, sometimes, sometimes I just apologize to get the emotionals away. You know, I, you want to talk about narcissists. I was a narcissist. Explain that because a lot of people are so confused with that. A lot of, well, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah, No, no, no. You're fine. For me, mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have feelings. I really, all my feelings were numbed for the years that I grew up and everything that I went through. Mm-hmm. So when I apologized, apology was just a word. Okay. It wasn't a feeling. I apologized to move on. Okay. You know? I was done with this conversation. Either I got out of it what I wanted, where you felt like you did something wrong, or you're never going to change your mind and I'm trying to, but it's not happening. So I apologize. Let's move on. Okay. It didn't solve anything. And the the worst of all that was even sometimes if I gave a heartfelt apology or my fake apology, they were what I would call conditional apologies. I'll explain that. I mean, in the future, if something happened I didn't like, mm-hmm. I could easily go pull that apology back and change my mind. How did you do that? How can you
0: pull, because you already
1: said, I'm sorry, you
0: can't take it back from me.
1: That's how I had control.
0: But but I'm, how did you bring it up? Were you going say, I apologize last week, forget it. I'm not gonna, I mean, what do you actually say to take back an apology you did three weeks ago? How can you take it back?
1: Yeah, I, th- I, uh, a lot of it was bringing it back, saying, you know what, last week I said that I didn't really mean it, oh, um, okay. or 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 maybe this scenario. Let's say we let's say we have a disagreement. It's on the exact same thing, mm-hmm. um, and I said I apologize, but I go back to what I didn't apologize or I apologize for and act like a, it, it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Um, the, uh, I think the the if you can look at the apologies. Almost nothing else matters. And and again, it's not for every scenario, but it was for our scenario. And that's if there even is apology, because I know a lot of the time there isn't. Mm -hmm. And and to look at it, because if there's an apology, is it a true apology or is it just to move the conversation on? And I think the the, the easiest way to get to that um, is you can maybe ask more questions to get a little deeper within the apology. But suppose they don't want to talk. I mean, you can't make the person talk because
0: you were pretty good. You weren't physical. But for some abuser, if you push their button, they might get physical. How do you get the question out there? Because you seem like you were a willing participant to change. How, how How did your mindset change? How did your mindset went from, I need to take a look at me, to like, it's not me.
1: I think there was a couple ways. Um, One of the big things that happened in, 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 in my life, um, I had, I had somebody that I was talking to. Okay. And, and they had, they had a spouse, a husband that, that passed away. Mm -hmm. And through that, this, this lady, you know, she was almost 70 years old and she never did anything on her own she didn't know how to pay a bill she didn't i mean i i don't even know if she knew how to put gas in the car oh wow uh, i mean she, her husband controlled everything and i was trying to help her um understand a lot of this stuff <laughs> so wh- while i was helping her understand all this stuff mm-hmm. um i started to put my wife kind of in her shoes and i could see that and I've never done this before. This is the first time that ever happened, but I can tell you, I can tell you, I did use prayer. Mm-hmm. I, I you know personally, I, I, wherever you look uh spiritually, I'd recommend you do that. And I probably had to, you know, pray at night. Uh, And it just was a quick conversation. Uh, And it was, and I, I, I literally said, I don't always know if I'm doing the wrong thing, but if I am, help me do the right thing. Um, And, and I was able to see my wife literally in that other person's shoes. And I said, if I died today, would my wife be able to take care of the family? And that, that one statement that literally just came out. I mean, I I, I just say, if, if your wife died today, what position would she be in? Or if your husband died today, what would, what, what position would they be in? If, if you control and take care of everything, they're screwed. They could be screwed. They will
0: do it um, if they don't have family member who can step in. So one of course, I want to ask you, because did your wife ever threaten to leave you during all the chaos before you realized that you need to make
1: a change? And did that impact you? So, yeah, many times. Um, and I can tell you it got gradually worse. So my wife, um, you know, it starts with the threats, mm-hmm. a threat to leave. And I didn't believe it. I, I, I felt like I had enough control that it wouldn't happen. hmm. Um, and if it did happen, I mean, she would go downstairs to a separate bedroom mm-hmm. or she would leave for two, three hours. She would come back one time. She she um, she she built a, a, enough courage to go to a hotel for the night. And and we were st- I was still pretty financially um, controlling. So, you know, that I saw the swipe of that card right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, but again, I was able to. uh bring in my apology skills mm-hmm. that I talked about before to kind okay. of whisk back to me. Okay. Um, and I can tell you it, it, I mean, I started to try to work on this. I I really did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, you know, I talked to some counselors, two or three different counselors, but again, my, my counselors at first, they were basically, I knew my, 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 at that point, my wife wanted to leave. I mean, she I she didn't look happy, she didn't sound happy. Um, she threatened me probably every couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started to talk to counselors, but that was my almost fake apology, right? This is I'm just doing something. I'm sitting there talking for an hour, it's gonna, you know, save everything. Um the real change, we talk about real change. The mm-hmm. real change happened when my wife came to me and she says, we need a break for 30 days. Mm. and i i was w- when when <laughs> i haven't been away for her for a day i mean in in almost 10 years um and i ne- i mean i knew she wasn't happy but i never really felt she wasn't happy until she said she wanted to break for 30 days and i was totally against it mm-hmm. i mean and you want to talk about i mean I, that's the point where, where abusers start having the thoughts of you maybe start going physical, right? Mm-hmm. Cause I've, I've been uh, in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and I totally get it. And for me, mm-hmm. um, I think if I didn't change the 30 days probably would have been a great thing. Mm-hmm. Now me before, I think that was a terrible idea, but, mm-hmm. but me looking back at it. Yeah. Um, but something big has to happen mm-hmm. before change. The one thing I've realized is I thought change would just naturally come. I thought as time went on, mm-hmm. I would just change, but, but, but as something big had to happen and that was my big thing. Mm-hmm. So. so one
0: person I want to ask you, so what do you tell other women? Because, you know, it's so much controversy when a wife leave or a girlfriend whatever it is significant other leave and go back a lot of outside shatter goes on and say why did you go back to him why did you do this?" and i tell a lot of people you don't live with that person you don't know what the bedroom conversation is you don't know what goes on but the bottom line they love each other she loves him definitely he loves her whichever direction is going and you said, you know, you know how to mis- manipulate, but what do you have to say for the naysayer who's tell her don't go back? I mean, how do you know you're supposed to give this person a second chance? What do you follow? I mean, I'm asking, I'm throwing out 50 million questions, I know, but whichever you know, one you
1: can catch and answer, answer sorry. it. <laughs> you know, it's a hard question to answer, but I'll tell you what I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the, like you said, is you don't know the the thing at the beginning, at the end of the day is my wife wanted me, you know, my wife didn't want the abuse, but she loved me. She wanted to be with me. She wanted to be, she believed in me that like nobody else did, or she wouldn't have been there mm-hmm. towards the end. It wasn't the control keeping her. Mm-hmm. The control was the thing driving her away. The abuse wasn't keeping her. The abuse was driving her away. It was that she knows who I can be, who I was, and she believed it will, was who I will be. Um, with the other people, they don't know everything. I mean, they, you know, of course, most of the times when we call onto our friends for help, yes. it's always negative times. Yes. Uh, you know, you know, and, and it all stacks. It all stacks. Um and again, some of your friends they have prior experiences that will make you know their decisions towards that person. So if they went through a similar scenario, they might match it with what they went through. Um, you know, I, the, yeah. I mean, I again, it's hard to figure out really what to say to the friends, but you'll if it continues to happen, mm-hmm. you really have to figure out. Is this person going to change, and and how do I look at that? And I would start looking at how sorry are they? Mm -hmm. Do their apologies feel real? Mm -hmm. And are they doing anything, even little, to try to change? Because if they're doing nothing, nothing's going to change. As there was times where my wife said, "Okay, I will stay with you if you go to counseling." So I go to counseling for thirty days everything was great. So I would pull out of it. Right. Yeah. Nothing's, nothing's going to happen if I'm doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and with, with counseling, make sure, you, make sure it's a good counselor. You know, so we, we did counseling together. Yeah. We did counseling separate. The counseling we did together literally set, it was, it was, it was almost my wife's turn to talk the whole time. It was a bash fest. I didn't get anything out of it. It helped her it did nothing for me.
0: Okay. So you were motivated that way. That definitely didn't make you want to change. And therefore, did you feel you were doing anything
1: wrong? Um, no. I, yeah, really not. I mean, again, I had, I had moments, I did things wrong, but I, I wasn't an abusive person. You know, I, I yelled, I screamed, I, you know, I did dumb stuff and said dumb things, but um. In your
0: mind, you wasn't really abusive. You 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 had a reason. You justify your 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 action. So, what do you tell a woman who's in the situation? And I know it's difficult because everybody's situation is different. But what do you have to say a woman when she's looking at a guy, her husband, whatever he is to her, that let's go to counseling? How? What time frame do you said he goes to counsel for six months? But you know, there has to be some behavior. What do you tell her to look at to see if he's sincere as he's going to counseling? And is it is it being vocal that let's try another counselor? This one is not working for me, even though it's working for you, let's try another one. Or I'm doing I shouldn't be stacking my questions, but uh should we do individual at the same time as we're doing
1: couples? I I I would recommend individual over couples any day. Okay. If, because in just from my experience mm-hmm. in couples one person's going to lead the conversation mm-hmm. and and you know how crazy it was i was so good at manipulating my counselor mm-hmm. that that it my wife would be talking and and i just looked like the the calmest you know I, it wasn't our, it wasn't my true self it wasn't like we were talking about an argument we had and i was talking like i am just so calm about it uh, so be true. Mm-hmm. true to the counselor. Now we did have one counselor that would meet with me mm-hmm. and then would meet with her mm-hmm. and then maybe come back to me or her. And then maybe once a month we would come together. And oh. th- I think it was beneficial if, if you could find someone to do that, oh, Okay. but, but in, t- I don't think it's good to, to be together the whole time, because again, you're, Someone's gonna really crowd the conversation, and one person is gonna get a lot out of it, and the other person probably not so much. Um, and and that's why I wouldn't recommend doing that. Um, and I want to say one thing too before I totally forget this. Yeah, um, my wife loved me. Mm -hmm. She really loved me, and I said I loved her, and 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 you know what? I I, actually I take that back. I really didn't tell her I loved her. Mm -hmm. And one of the First, when, when I say change, right, when I say like I changed and my wife, like she could tell you this day, she could tell you the day I changed, like be, because it happened, it it happened in a day. It it built up over years. It happened in a day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I put in, I put in my calendar an mm-hmm. alarm every single day at 7 30 p.m. So when we're done, you know, with our call, yeah my calendar alarm will go off and says, tell your wife, you love her. Tell your wife, you love her. This, this calendar has been going on for, for a while now. Mm-hmm. And it, I still have it every single day. And the biggest thing, my wife, she didn't really know if I loved her.
0: Okay.
1: And, and a lot of the change started happening because um, you know, when, when I grew up um, mm-hmm. there was, we didn't tell each other, we loved each other. I mean, we, The people that you, that you were uh, giving your smart jokes to, you know your, you know, it's just being mean to. That's that's the people you love. So I kind of copied and pasted that in my own relationship.
0: So, um, oh my goodness, um, this is coming. We're going to wrap this up in a few minutes, but we're going to have to do a part two because you have so much to say, and I definitely want our audience to get a lot from this, especially the male who are going to be listening to this and women too. So um, I'm going to ask you one more question and then we're going to wrap it up and then we're going to definitely do another one. So what would you like to tell people before we wrap this up?
1: I I want it to be known to both the abuser and the person being abused that it is possible to change and I'm living proof of it. Great. Oh my goodness.
0: Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my God. This is LKE is. Oh my God. I'm enjoying this conversation. He's giving me insight to a lot of different things. We are definitely going to have him back. Um, so oh I'm so excited. I, I can't wait. To, oh, I'm excited. So let let me let me wrap this up and whoo, I'm gonna have to. Come off this high, just hearing is a story, it definitely motivates me, knowing that change can happen. Um, so remember self-love and self-care with positive affirmation is feeding one mind, body, soul, and spirit. Remember, you are worthy of all good things that comes your way. And you know, with that being said, everyone, um, you can find me on Instagram. Um, under Self and Life Coach. You can find me on Facebook under Self Survivor Empower Life Coach and my website is Survivor Empower Life Coach. So ladies and gentlemen, um, you have a blessed evening and see you.